trap behind enemy lines. Day number 31. 31. Day 31 Americans held hostage to the whims of the Taliban behind enemy lines. We don't have an exact number even yet. And Blinken making a total, complete, utter fool of himself all day. But don't worry, Joe Biden has just pledged $64 million in aid to Afghanistan. Huh. Aid to Afghanistan. How about they return our military equipment before we give them everything? How about they return every American citizen and their family members first? How about all the Afghan allies that you abandoned? How about everybody that Joe abandoned before we give one penny to a country run by a terrorist organization? They have to comply with our rules. Where's all your leverage, Joe? Because this looks an awful like to some sort of, we're going to call it aid, Sounds like ransom to me, because when it ends up in the hands of the Taliban, I doubt the money's going to make its way and trickle its way down to the people of Afghanistan. We have a major breaking story as it relates to the Joint Chiefs Chairman, General Mark Milley. Um, the headline here in, in now numerous stories all over the place is that General Mark Milley, quote, protected nuclear weapons from being launched by a rogue Trump. Apparently, this is going to be in Bob Woodward's new book. And he took the steps to prevent. The, now, we have one commander in chief. We don't we don't have commanders in chiefs. We have a commander in chief. That is a duly elected president of the United States. Our Constitution. This is not an issue that is ambiguous. In any way, shape, or form. Um, and, you know, this would result almost immediately, if this all turns out to be true, is that Milley going rogue, uh, it, you know, it's called insubordination. He'd be court-martialed and probably spend time in jail, and we're going to see what happens as this goes forward. Anyway, Woodward, uh, writing with his Washington Post colleague, Robert Costa, the name of the book is Peril. It's coming out, I guess, in a week or two. And uh, apparently Woodward and Costa report that Milley took top secret action to limit the president of the United States, Donald Trump, from ordering a dangerous military strike or launching nuclear weapons. So like a coup against the, the sitting president of the United States because you didn't like his views on on the election results. Anyway, they write that Milley was deeply shaken by the assault, was certain that Trump had gone into a serious decline in the aftermath of the election, with Trump now all but manic, screaming at officials, constructing his own alternate re reality and endless election conspiracies. And Milley worried that Trump would go rogue, uh, according to the authors. You never know what a president's trigger is, Milley told the senior staff. And then Milley apparently took uh, extraordinary action and called a secret meeting in the Pentagon, his Pentagon office, to review the process for military action, including launching nuclear weapons and speaking to senior military officials in charge of the National Military Command Center, the Pentagon's war room, he instructed them not to take orders from anyone unless he's involved. He's not the commander in chief. That would be completely uh, unconstitutional. That would be reason for court martial and a trial. Rogue insubordination. No, what we're just going to hand it over to this unelected uh, general? He takes the reins of power away from the president unilaterally. That might be called a coup in other places. 
Anyway, no matter what you're told, you do the procedure, you do the process. I'm part of that procedure, he said. Telling the officers, according to this book, he then went around the room, looked each officer in the eye, and asked them verbally to confirm that they understood. Since leaving office, you know, there's been a, a tough relationship here, but um, the chain of command is clear. The commander in chief is the duly elected president of the United States. Now, they have a process called the 25th Amendment. May have to invoke it one day sooner than we think. Who knows? Anyway, um, it would be all of the things that I'm saying. And then it even goes further in this book. And that is that Milley intended to tip off China. The communist Chinese, an, an enemy, a hostile regime, a hostile nation. Now, this book claims, according to these reports, now the Washington Post is now reporting it. That's Woodward's paper, so I assume it's correct, that Milley promised his Chinese counterpart that he would tip him off ahead of time if Trump ordered a nuclear attack. Okay, that would be so explosive that that would result in immediate resignation, court-martial, etc., and probably more. Uh, Woodward... Uh, apparently, you know, he's made some pretty incredible claims before, but the Washington Post is reporting twice in the final months of the Trump administration. The country's top military officer was so fearful the president's actions might spark a war with China. I don't even remember Trump talking about China during this time. That he moved urgently to avert armed conflict. Pair of secret phone calls, General Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, assured the China, his Chinese counterpart of the People's Liberation Army that the United States would not strike, according to a new book by Woodward and Costa. One call took place October 30th, 2020, four days before the election, and one on January 8th, two days after what had happened on January 6th. The first call was prompted by Milley's review of intelligence, suggesting the Chinese believed the U.S. was preparing to attack. That belief, the author's right was based on tensions over military exercises in the South China Sea and deepened by Trump's belligerent rhetoric towards China. Oh, by the way, that belligerent rhetoric resulted in the best trade deal America ever had with China. Sorry, just to be honest. Uh, anyway, I want to assure you the American government is stable. Everything's going to be okay. We're not going to attack or conduct any kinetic operations against you. Milley went so far as to pledge he would alert China in the event of a U.S. attack, stressing the rapport they'd established through a back channel. You and I have known each other for five years. If we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise. Wow. I want to get the, the, I want to get the evidence and details in this book. That's a hell of a tease for a book coming out, but we'll see. If we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. Now, it's going to be interesting. The media is probably going to love this. The mob, the media, liberal Democrats, they're not going to care. Because as long as they do it to Donald Trump. Now, let me ask you. What if there was a military member that said that Joe Biden is so cognitively, such a cognitive mess that they do that to Biden? What does that do to the stability of a country? Do you see how deep and profound this gets very quickly? 
All right, that's something we're going to be talking a lot about. We got a lot of ground to cover. Oh, did you see AOC's dress? We'll get into that today too. Um, Biden is now giving sixty-four million in aid to Afghanistan. I would call it ransom money, but what do I know? I was born in New York. <laughs> Why would you give sixty-four million without any conditions? Demand the release of every American still trapped behind enemy lines that you abandoned, Joe. Before you give a penny, why don't you demand our military equipment back that you stupidly left there? Before giving $64 million of our taxpayer dollars, you know, why don't you give us answers? You know, was the New York Times and Washington Post right? Did you kill an aid worker and, and lie to the American people and say you got a, a member of ISIS that you wouldn't give us the name to? That was on his way to, to commit an act of terror at Kabul or Karzai International Airport? I mean, do you see how off-kilter this all gets? In more damning evidence, Biden's not in charge of his own prison. See, I can't, I can't answer questions because they get mad at me and everything. It's, I, I won't get my ice cream before I go night-night. Anyway, the uh, viewers apparently of this briefing in Idaho about fires out there were perplexed because uh, the White House... Whoever controls, whoever the puppeteers are, we don't know who they are, cut off Joe Biden mid-sentence as he was about to ask a question. As you know, apparently the National Association State Foresters allowed the president to ask his question. But as he was preparing his question, the White House cut to a screen thanking people for watching. Viewers were clearly confused why Biden's question was cut. You know why it was cut? Because his staff knows he's a cognitive mess. And they're trying to hide it and cover it up as best they can. And they're not doing a very good job of it. I mean, earlier today, another cognitive mess and, and coughing fit from Biden out in California. You know, even, even by the way, this is amazing. Joe Biden's media protectors, they won't call the Americans he abandoned in Afghanistan hostages. Now, we had Daryl Issa on last night. I said, do you stand by your belief that there are over 500 Americans behind enemy lines hostage to the whims of the Taliban? Yes, Yes, he does. And he is up to his eyeballs, this much I can tell you, in efforts to save Americans. This guy's not sleeping. There are a lot of them. I'm talking to all of them. There's going to be stories of heroism that you will hopefully hear soon. But there are people that are risking their lives that we can't talk about. But 45 residents of Connecticut trapped behind enemy lines. They say that's exactly what they feel like. They feel like hostages. This is from the Hartford Current. You know, I bet you haven't heard about the 45 hostages from Connecticut who've been held against their will for nearly a month now because the Biden media... They're all pretending this is not happening from the Hartford Current. Top officials called Monday for the State Department to help free 45 Connecticut residents stuck in Kabul as they seek to flee Afghanistan. Now we know why Richard Blumenthal was so outspoken and mad because it's from his state. He said he will continue to push State Department officials to seek the release. They have no leverage, Senator. They abandoned your citizens. They abandoned people from your state. You ought to be pissed off. Blumenthal is going to continue to work with the State State Department. Did you not hear this guy blinking? We'll go through this later. He's an idiot. A blithering dope. 
The group includes American citizens, green card holders, travel to Afghanistan for family weddings, funerals, unaware the country would fall into the hands of the Taliban. It's harrowing. It's horrific. It's increasingly urgent and desperate. These folks have been in hiding. He said in an interview, the whole country is running out of food, but especially people in hiding. The delays in their departure are due because the state of confusion in the Taliban and the 45 Connecticut residents could represent an even higher number when extended families are included. That's just one state. Taliban adopts these, you know, you know, rub out their U.S. allies strategy now. They're also conducting door-to-door searches for U.S. passport holders. And every day now we're getting reports of women being beaten and people being murdered every single day, including the beheading we talked about yesterday, the four others that were beaten, one of the four actually tortured, had their fingernails ripped. They shot him in the head. Of course, the media is not covering that. Great job, Joe. But they're very professional and businesslike. That I that we know, because they keep telling us that. Very professional and businesslike Taliban terrorists. Blinken has got his head handed to him today in the Senate. We'll, we'll be playing some of it throughout this program and, and tonight on Hannity. Uh, Daily Mail report, Taliban is carrying out reprisal attacks against former soldiers and government workers. We've been telling you they're actually murdering them. We have more video emerging Islamist fighters forcing young men into car trunks in the capital of Kabul. Let me make a prediction. They'll never be seen or heard from again. Other footage showing militants beating, whipping people on the streets, especially women, it seems, as reports emerge of targeted killings and fighters going door to door looking for blue U.S. passports. Uh, even the, the Human Rights Council Officials who work for previous administrations, their family members are being arbitrarily detained, she said. In some cases, the officials were released and others, they were found dead. Everything we told you, footage emerging of men who appear to be Taliban fighters bundling other men into the car trunks in Kabul. Everything we told you was happening, was going to happen, is happening. U.N. staffers also reporting about the increasing attack. Then why are we giving them $64 million? How stupid are they? What are you getting in exchange for your $64 million? Blinken had to admit after, you know, he got hammered by Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio and, and Rand Paul today. Blinken admitting, yeah, um, we didn't see this coming. The, the only reason they didn't see it coming is you had to be blind and stupid. Because they'd been on the march for months, taking over large portions of the entire country. Uh, you know, I keep showing the dates with the time lapse, and everybody knew what was going on in the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan. So now we're going to send them ra- basically ransom money and get nothing in in response. Then Blinken tries to blame Trump. Well, we in, we inherited um. We inherited a, a date, but not a plan. Well, you inherited energy independence, and you blew that. And now you're begging OPEC. You inherited secure borders, and you blew that, too. You inherited a good economy, and you, you blew that also. You inherited strength and a, a, a perception of American strength around the world, and you totally blew that to pieces. So don't blame Donald Trump because you, uh, you know, made a complete Adam Schiff out of this. The Adam Schiff show there, thanks to all of you.
Sean Hannity. Always concerned for our country. Always honoring our servicemen and service women. And standing up for liberty every day. 25 to the top of the hour. Well, uh, it is uh, Newsom Recall Day. I don't think we'll have any results probably for weeks. I guess the, they, they allow, what, an extra 19 days for people to correct their ballots? and Just insane laws. I'm telling everybody, you need to insist that your state adopt election integrity laws. Voter ID, signature verification, chain of custody controls, updated voter rolls every election, and partisan observers get to watch the vote count up close and personal start to finish. Just let's start there. Lincoln just, you know, this whole blame game is is just based on a lie, which is, we inherited a deadline. We didn't inherit a plan. Well, the deadline was May. You extended the deadline. You own the deadline. That's your deadline. Because the Taliban, you know, you you want to blame the, Donald Trump did have a plan to keep Bagram Air Base, which you gave up. His plan was, and again, release the calls. I'm urging on Joe Biden and Blinken and the rest of these idiots, the gang that can't shoot straight. The, the dummies that have no business being in control of anything. Uh, you want to blame Donald Trump? Put out the transcript of Trump talking to the head of the Taliban. Because I have more sources confirming to me again and again and again and again that he said, understand, before we even talk about a deal, if you don't follow every dotted I, cross T, comma, and period, I will obliterate you. Do you understand and it came up again and again and again. And that's why not a single American died the last year of Trump's presidency in 18 months, actually, total. And anyway, but th- th- this this is the mantra. Blame Donald Trump. Blame Donald Trump. Blame Donald Trump. He was he was faced the choice between ending the war, escalating. No, it wasn't when you had control of Kabul in March, April, May, June, July. Instead of lying, saying this is the best trained military, you could have easily, safely, securely evacuated every American, every Afghan ally, and all of our military equipment, the $80 billion that you admitted to Ron Johnson that the Taliban now has. So stop making excuses. Donald Trump's plan was also based on conditions on the ground, and if those conditions were met, Biden extended it, you know, you know, choosing September 11th so he could deliver his peace in our time. Neville Chamberlain moment speech on the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks where he ended up getting booed. Along the way, he ignored a question from Greg Meeks, of all people, on how many green card holders are still stranded in Afghanistan. Lee Zeldin pushing him later, saying, what's your best estimate? And he said, well, several, several thousand green card holders. That's several thousand Americans. You wait. It's, it's, it's just it's all going to get worse. Couldn't answer what they did in response to the so-called State Department dissent cable from July warning Afghans government could collapse quickly. This is while Joe Biden is saying this is one of the best trained armies in the world. He couldn't answer whether the U.S. government is negotiating with the Taliban to allow flights, you know, believed to be carrying dozens of Americans and other Afghan allies out of the country today. Couldn't even answer it. Whether the U.S. will recognize the Taliban as a legitimate government. Oh, they're very professional and businesslike. 
You mean like the people they're beheading and holding up the heads and the other people that they're pulling out their fingernails and killing or the women that they're beating in the streets that we have videos of? Is that professional and businesslike? He can't he couldn't answer whether Americans left behind were being mistreated. And I have no idea. Well, watch Hannity. We're showing it every night. State 31. You abandon our fellow Americans and our allies behind enemy lines. And those allies are showing up dead every single day. And it gets worse and worse and worse. We inherited a deadline. We didn't inherit a plan. You inherited secure borders. You inherited energy independence. You inherited a good economy. You inherited low energy prices. So, you know, cut the crap. Just a line of, of total Adam bullshit. Said it right. Notice how I stuttered there a little. Blinken admits the Taliban is holding 100 Americans against their bill. Okay. Now, everybody else says that's wrong. Mark Meadows said it right. This is a hostage crisis. Secretary of State is acknowledging the charter flights are still being prevented from leaving. They have been charter flights that have been there for some time. They're not allowed to leave, and Blinken acknowledges it. So, okay, we have 100 Americans at least. I'm not even talking about the people from Connecticut or the others or other family members or the thousands of green card holders. So those are American citizens that wish to leave the country and can't. That is called a hostage crisis. By very definition, he's getting killed before the Senate today. Where do we get to the tape tonight on hand? And we'll turn it around for you. You know, then he got tongue tied over the Hunter Biden question. I showed that last night. This guy does not. This man is honestly so ill-equipped to be a secretary of state. It is it's shocking. Just like Fauci is a disaster. Oh, I think we're no, we're never going to mandate vaccines. But, yeah, I think we're going to have to mandate them. Unbelievable. And here at home, we see what's going on every single day. You know, this this Bernie Sanders. Remember the Bur the Bernie Sanders Biden manifesto? Again, yeah, this is now the reality that's going on here. You got Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, the real speaker of the House at the Met Gala, wearing a beautiful dress that reads tax the rich. Well, apparently I'm, I got to. Find this in my pile here. Apparently, this gown is worth between thirty and thirty-five thousand dollars. Sounds like a, a a gown for rich people. The American theme Met Gala. Individual tickets were thirty-five grand, and tables started at two hundred grand. Who paid for her ticket? Did she pay for a ticket? And if she paid for a ticket, I, I she was complaining that her mother doesn't have enough financial support. Why didn't you give the money to your mom? You know. Tax the rich $30,000 a ticket. Well, how ironic. Tax the rich. Tax the rich, tax the rich, tax the rich. Pretty soon the rich don't, don't have any more money to tax. Socialism, great until you run out of other people's money. And Biden now looking to sell his climate agenda. Now he's looking to go back to the whole filibuster deal and eliminate the filibuster because it's not going very well. And both Manchin and Cinema seem to be holding the line, but I wouldn't count on that in any way. Then you have the Senate parliamentarian pushing Democrats for more details on their immigration plan because they're trying to shove amnesty in this 10,000-page monstrosity. And I mean 10,000 pages. And why did they cut off the Biden feed when he was asked about wildfires in the briefing that he had there? Biden claims his first job offer was from an Idaho lumber company. 
they checked with the Idaho Lumber Company, and apparently it's news to them. Linda, what happened when I said I worked at the uh, Blount Marine in Warren, Rhode Island? Didn't the Blount Marine family get in touch with us and said, holy. They called the show. They said, holy Adam Schiff. He really did work here. I don't know that they said that, but they called the show. Well, they said it one way. Inflation expectations continue to climb, according to the New York Fed. That's bad. That means you pay more for everything. Top earning New Yorkers now will face 61.2% combined tax rate under the House plan. <laughs> That's Let me explain living in New York. That's 61 plus cents out of every dollar I make that goes to the government. That's only the taxes that they're calculating, not the hidden taxes. Want to talk about elitism? You know, $30,000 to step in the door and we got all these extravagant gowns and tax the rich. Who paid for who paid for Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez's ticket? How did she get in? Was it a gift? Tax the rich. You know, oh, okay, but we're going to party at the most extravagant, over-the-top party of the year. It's unbelievable. I thought they, I thought they hated capitalism. You can't afford thirty thousand dollars a ticket. How many of you would ever spend thirty thousand dollars a ticket to go to a gala? I paid thirty thousand dollars not to go to the gala and put on that stupid, you know, tuxedo they want me to wear. House Democrats unveiling their plan to raise taxes on. Everybody and everything that they can get their hands on. You know, literally, you know, we're going to increase the corporate tax. We're going to increase every single tax out there. Surtax, tax the rich tax, you know, and and we still have a three trillion, well, two point seven one trillion dollar deficit just for this year. And the fiscal year doesn't end until October. So now they propose three trillion in new taxes on working families and small businesses when you actually break it down. Because I hate to tell you that corporations don't pay taxes. I keep telling you that. By the way, U.S. federal state tax rate under the Democrats' plan is 31%. You know what it is in communist China? In communist China? Yeah, 25%. <laughs> you think corporations are going to just take on that tax? They're going to increase the capital gains tax to nearly 30%. There's 16.5% global minimum tax. It's still going to be worthwhile for businesses to bring their business abroad. They're going to increase the death tax. Family-owned businesses and farms will be lost. A 95% excise tax on medicines and social uh, health care. $80 billion. By the way, they're paying $80 billion for new IRS agents. Don't worry. You don't have to worry. I'm already covered on that part. Because I just have my, I, I have my, my, oh, Hannity, bingo, pull it. Pretty much every year it gets pulled. So I have my first accounting firm that does it. Then I send it to my lawyer's accounting firm. They redo my taxes before I could ever sign my taxes. I can't do it because I don't have a clue how to do taxes. Is that true or false, Linda? You know for a fact. Yeah, it's pretty true. Pretty true. You know it's true. Well, you're and a you very smart guy. Is. Like, you're good at business. But, you know, we need professionals. Okay, but it's not that. Is that my own accounting firm isn't good enough. Then they bring in a second accounting firm to double-check the work of the first accounting firm and make sure every I is dotted, T is crossed. I wonder who but, Hunter Biden uses. Well, you have the chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee. This was a great moment of clarity. He said, uh, publicizing tax increases too soon gives the opposition time to build. Now that the details are out, we see what he means. Manchin confirms he won't vote for Biden's $3.5 woke infrastructure bill. 
And there's a big fight within Democratic ranks now that they're going to have to lower this. Apparently, Kristen Cinema is running around with a PowerPoint trying to show every person possible that, you know, you can't raise it at this kind of rate. By the way, Kamala Harris tweeted out, we'll get into this later in the program today with Dr. Joel Zimberg. She, pre- she, she put out there a tweet by vaccinating the unvaccinated, increasing our testing, masking, on protecting the vaccinated, we can end the pandemic. Excuse me, maybe this is a dumb question. Wasn't protecting yourself from COVID getting the vaccination? Wasn't that what the vaccine was supposed to do? I mean, it just, you know, is that what they told you it was going to do? Now we have people all over the place, CDC and elsewhere. Now they're, they're resigning because they don't agree with these booster shots. Nobody seems to want to cover that little nugget in the news. Why are they resigning? Former Harris advisor criticizes the White House COVID procedures. How come you never hear about that in the media? You know, it's uh, quite the headline from The Atlantic. Our most reliable pandemic number is losing meaning. A new study suggests almost half of those hospitalized with COVID have milder asymptomatic cases. But there's still a 300 percent increase in cases from last year. It's just unbelievable. Fauci on the threshold for herd immunity. You'll know it when you see it. Oh, okay. That's very, very comforting. Here's an interesting nugget that I found. Well, first, Congress has exempted themselves from Biden's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. Of course, they're going to exempt themselves. Why would they put the same burdens on themselves that they put on us? Now, there's a guy by the name, and I saw this in the Epic Times, Robert Malone. I found this article fascinating. He actually invented the mRNA vaccine technology. And the headline is natural immunity, longer lasting than protection from COVID-19 vaccines. The guy that invented it, that's Pfizer, that's the Moderna vaccines. J&J is the old style, Johnson & Johnson. Anyway, the the immunity, this article goes on to say, by recovering from COVID, in other words, you got COVID, you have natural immunity, is better than the protection afforded by COVID-19 vaccines, according to the prominent vaccine inventor. In other words, and he cites Israel research that found people in the country vaccinated with Pfizer's COVID-19 shot were 13 times more likely to contract Delta, uh, the Delta variant, and 27 times uh, more at risk for symptomatic disease compared to those that actually had natural immunity and had contracted COVID-19. And it goes on to say, quote, it's now been shown In that paper and others, the breadth of that immune response in terms of T and B cell memory populations is more diverse, more long lasting than the breadth of immune response elicited by the spike based vaccines alone. Dr. Robert Malone, inventor of the mRNA vaccines. I mean, he actually said it on Epic TV's American Thought Leaders. But again, I always go back to. Please talk to your doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm just passing on information. Do your research. I put on people of all different opinions so you get to decide. Make good decisions for yourself and your family. Take this sucker seriously because it's it's. I've seen the worst of this thing. Biden, by the way, was just greeted with booze in California while campaigning with Newsom. How funny is that? It is uh, Dump Gavin Newsom Day out in California. I know the odds are are not in favor of question one, but don't give up. It's worth a shot. 
Leo 2.0 Terrell gives us uh, what's going on on the ground. Dr. Joel Zimberg on the creator of the mRNA saying natural immunity is better also coming up.